Can you got to be kidding me? I got to do this mm. BS again with another eight-year-old? Eight-year-olds, dude. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. We're back. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Rosie? Oh, Rosie. You are unbelievable. Yes, you talk. Boxers or briefs or nothing? <laughs> Goodbye. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Yes, the Baltimore Ravens fight song. Um, again, music to my ears last weekend. And Dave, I'm going to do one of my favorite things and absolutely throw you under the bus. Folks, let me set the scene. The Ravens are up 24 to three in the fourth quarter over the Cardinals. <laughs> and then the Cardinals get a touchdown to make it 24 to 10. Then they get another touchdown to make it 24 to 17. And I look at my phone and I've received a text message from Dave that says, Ugh, oh ye of little faith. <laughs> well, I mean, I was a little I had every right to be a little nervous. Um No, you know, it's they, the they Ravens. I know, but like this streak is so like it, it's like when the A's it, it's like the A's in 2004 or whatever, you know, the whole Moneyball movie, uh that whole scene with, you know, how improbable this streak was. Um, you know, it's got to end sometime and um apparently it doesn't chuck because we just keep profiting. It will end when Harbaugh is no longer the coach. As long as Harbaugh is the coach, uh, we are printing money. And I can't believe how many yeah. people aren't betting on the rate. I still, I cannot believe that the books only give the Ravens a 73% chance of beating the commanders on Saturday. I mean, I people know. are just it's giving money away in the preseason. It, it's an absolute joke. Um, I have minus six right now, minus 105. I see that it's still available. Minus six, minus 105. Folks, anything under a touchdown, I mean, anything in general, if you see the Ravens preseason uh, under a touchdown favorite, you got to hammer it. Um, they always play all four quarters. They play both sides of the ball. Uh, Harbaugh wants to win these games, you know? Absolutely. So uh, why not make a little money on it, huh? Absolutely. The spread's not a guarantee. The money line is the absolute guarantee. So, Well, right, but I mean, to risk... I mean, it's a lot to risk. But I mean, it's, I it's not. When, if they win, if they, not, win they I, cover anyway. Yeah, I can't believe that they're only, that they're only like minus, like I think I got them at minus 250 when it opened. I'm like. Yeah, the minus 265 on the money line here is over rid- under 39 and a half. Ridiculous. That's all I got to say. I was going to try to look for a trend on the totals with these Ravens games. I was figuring. There's not. There's not? Okay. Nope. I was figuring maybe because they play all four quarters that maybe the it keeps the other team in it and they it, you know it forces more points but they also play really good defense even with their second string so There's only one trend and that's that yes, they win and that they every fucking win time. 
So. And, and against the spread, the record's too, crazy too. I, I need to look it up and see yeah, what it actually is, but it's, it's insane. It's twenty-one and one or twenty and two, depending upon what you got it at for the one game that was close. So it's literally a cheat code. It's a hundred dollar bet for me every week. It's crazy. I, absolutely, like, I, I, it's printing money. That's all there is to it. And a live score update tonight: the Chiefs are up on the Packers seventeen to ten, which is good news for me because I got the Chiefs plus one and a half. And it's hard to nice. score eight and a half points in one drive. So. Um, unless the Packers get two scores here late in the fourth, that one's looking pretty good too. So, and I was at yeah. Arrowhead on Saturday, which, oh my yeah. God, just driving up How to Arrowhead that? with all the tailgating. Uh, it's just, it's Larry the best Legend? experience. No, I didn't see Larry. Um, it's just Man. the best experience, um, that there is out there. And, uh, it was, it was such a blast. Mahomes played two series, which was awesome for those of us oh, that had been on the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just the best. I love Arrowhead. Um, yeah, I just wish the Vikings played at Arrowhead, not the Chiefs. Chuck, Chuck, I have a couple of questions. Uh, first off, the most important one, uh, what did the Jackman get to eat? Uh, popcorn this time. So yeah. Popcorn? Yep. No, no nachos, no stadium I had shows. nachos and he had some of them, but yeah, popcorn's okay. his gig. Nice. Yeah. Love the popcorn. Does he ever do any caramel corn or any kettle corn or anything or just no, straight up popcorn? Straight popcorn. Raw dog in the popcorn. I love it. All right. Well, and speaking of football, our fantasy football league, uh, you can still get into that if you're a patron. We've got 11 people signed up. You still need to get your ass in there and sign up. Dave. Yes, I do. 25 bucks pop. Um, draft is next Wednesday night, 8 o'clock Minnesota time. So um, if you want to do some just fun fantasy football uh, with the with the Patreon crew, uh, that's what they're there for. So uh, check that out. There's a couple emails in your Patreon email if you haven't seen those yet. So... Let's get rolling, as always, with a bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. All right. Well, just a couple bets, but it's football season and it's fun to start seeing these individual game bets get flowing here. Uh, First up, uh, in the Gophers New Mexico State game over under is 56. Hockey decided that he wanted the under. Sauce tried convincing everybody else to take the over. And when nobody would, <laughs> Sauce took the over himself, uh, to put some, <laughs> uh, 50 bucks on that bet. Chris with the under, Sauce with the over. I really don't have a strong <laughs> feeling on the over under. I think if I had to play it, I would take the under just because. It's the first game for the Gophers, and I think they're going to focus more on just shutting down New Mexico State, and the offense might not be fully greased up. So if I had to play it, I'd probably play the under, but um, you know, I, I think the 56 is probably a pretty good number. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I cap this probably around 51, 51 and a half myself. Uh, so I, I think this is a strong under play. Um, I don't, I don't know what the team total is, uh, for the other squad, but, uh, I don't think Jerry Kill's squad is going to, you know, score multiple scores. I, I, you know, I, I can see them scoring three, seven, 10, 13 tops. And I, I don't, I don't see the Gophers scoring 50 on their own. So, uh, you know, it, I guess maybe, maybe if that team total, why do I keep forgetting Jerry Kill's uh, squad. New Mexico <laughs> State. New Mexico State. If uh, if the Aztecs uh, team total is around thirteen or or higher, I guess I would be uh, betting the the team total under as well because I think this defense uh, is really stout. Their pass rush is really good. Uh, they got a lot of talent in the secondary, and uh, I'm really excited to watch the Gophers this season, Chuck. 
Yeah, I do think I am going to bet the over seven and a half. The problem with it is that you're not getting like even money or, uh, you know, the minus 110. Most books have it between minus 130 and minus 150. So that is a little bit of, of an edge to give up. Uh, but I, by the same token, I, I just, you know, with the three gimmies that they start off with, the rest of the way, I mean, it's hard to not see them winning five of the rest of those games. So uh, I, I would definitely be on the over, and I will probably bet that uh, when I drive to Kansas a week from today and uh, just crack open all the apps and start betting away in Kansas uh, in one week. So, uh, yeah, that that's probably going to be actually one of my first bets is bet to go for over seven and a half. So. The other bet that uh, got placed this week, uh, and again, good to have football back, is Ben Lieber and Justin Consemius renewed their annual college football betting duel. Uh, Flash started out by taking Nebraska minus 13 versus Lieber and Northwestern, uh, the game that's being played in Ireland. Uh, So good to have Flash and Lieber betting once again. Yes, I love it. Even at $25, $50, $100, whatever it is, uh, they bet on high school football with Edina versus Minnetonka uh, a lot or, or other, uh, you know, marquee high school Minnesota high school football games. So that's always fun. And, uh, you know, it kind of brings some college football. I know Hawk uh, deep down absolutely loves college football, and I love to hear his passion for uh uh, watching college football. So I like, I like when they talk college football on the show, not just, uh, pro football. Even if you just talk about the scores and, you know, watch college game day or whatever, just, I- I'm so excited for college football this weekend. Week zero, uh, eight games on Saturday. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's it's a good little appetizer, and I like the fact that the Gophers usually start on Thursday because it's just I yeah. don't know, it's kind of like that little extra boost to the Labor Day weekend. So awesome for to sure. see that. So, well, that'll do it for the bets update. Let's do the quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Had Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. <laughs> Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it is time to get back to the quotes of the week. And we will start at number three with Paul Meatsauce Lambert. No, no. But you do have to get in there deep and clean things out. It's gross in there. The HDR on an iPhone was invented to take close-up pictures of Hawks BH. <laughs> <laughs> Genius! Oh my! Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, not like uh, not the mo- the most cra- you know the craziest uh, quote, but uh, on paper it looks really funny. Yeah, uh, and I I, uh, <laughs> I I like that Sauce put a lot of thought into how to get a good shot of Hawk's butt. So of course, yes, uh, the um, old BH, the old BH. Uh, well, speaking of Hawk, he gets the number two quote of the week. When I eventually am let go because of, of being a sexual werewolf. <laughs> Great point. And I say that because I fully admit that boobs are the moon to me. As soon as they come out, <laughs> I begin to change. Yeah. And, and yeah. it doesn't even have to be a full moon. That's the only difference. It can be like uh, just a sliver of a moon. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, always good to have Hawk starting to talk about boobs with Muss in the room, his, uh, his partner yeah. in crime there. Yeah, they're kind of like the uh, the dynamic uh, boobo, you know, yeah. instead of duo. <laughs> um, you yeah, know. Mus is definitely the boob guy. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely a, a chess guy. Uh, well, uh, speaking of chess guys, we go back to Chris Hockey at number one. And then <laughs> there's this crackhead. <laughs> Look at that person. Yeah, you're right. I feel so much better. Thank you, Sauce. I'm so ugly. Most of Sauce's photos from the fan when he was, you know, starting up here on the air, he always looks off camera like he's lost looking for something, right? You know, it's not a toothbrush. Where am I? Man, look at this hot picture of my dad. Look at that picture, huh? Sauce is too busy looking at pictures of himself. He missed that joke. That was good. Thank you. (laughs) I still don't think Paul heard that. You know, even though it's most times it sounds like he's not listening, uh, he can recite what was said, even though he's not like actually listening to what was said. Like he can. Oh yeah, he'll he'll verbatim give. Sauce, what did what did I say? It was like, oh, you said that you uh, fell off your bike at the park or whatever. It's like, oh shit, he was listening, but like he's not comprehending at all. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> like, yeah, he's like a robot. <laughs> very little comprehension going on. Yes, oh, uh, just just like me. Me and Sauce have so many similarities: big heads <laughs> and and no reading comprehension. <laughs> well, uh, that'll do it for the quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of your thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, it's a brand new regime in town. And, you know, I was a little bit worried that the press conferences were going to go away. But we learned this week um, that the power trip is actually going to get some exclusive access to Kevin O'Connell in the same way that they got access to Mike Zimmer in prior years. So really good to hear that we'll be we'll be getting some of the hard hitting in-depth questions um, from Kevin O'Connell now. Dave, you and I, from time to time, um, got lucky, uh, lucky enough to, to talk to some people. Um, they haven't given us access yet to Kevin O'Connell, but one of the people they did give us access to that, uh, that was very exciting for me was our new offensive coordinator, Wes Phillips. And yes. I'm really excited about that because we really I don't know a whole lot about Wes. Um, you know, I, I, I did some research in preparation for, for this little quick little press conference and he only had a couple of minutes. So unfortunately we didn't get too many questions in, but um, you know, I did a little research. It was good to learn a little bit more about our new OC. So uh, let's, let's play back our press conference now. Well, hey, Coach Phillips. Uh, my name's Chuck. It's uh, it's really nice to meet you. Um, excited to have you here in Minnesota. Welcome to the state. Uh, you know, I, I did some reading about your past, um, and you know, you kind of had a rough rough childhood. In fact, you know, I, I saw that there were a couple times you were arrested for dealing meth when you were in school. Um, you know, how did that work? <laughs> like, how how did you let kids know um, that you were selling meth? At speed of three, speed of three. It's <laughs> a good yeah, marketing plan. I, I normally uh, take my speed or my Adderall, you know, in the morning when I wake up, but not not at three. <laughs> I guess I, I, I guess he felt he had a captive audience after school. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, Wes, thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, I heard you're an active Christian, so maybe you know. Uh, what did Jesus do after he was pronounced dead after being uh, locked up in the tomb for three days? He came back and he had fixed a lot of those things. Oh, wow. Apparently, wow. apparently he's a very religious guy as well. Yeah, wow. I, good to know. Good to know. 
always, uh, always good to know. I, I, I think PA and him will get along very well. Yada. Wobby. <laughs> Wobby. Now, Wes, you know, uh, obviously you overcame the, uh, the meth dealing, um, but, and you broke into the NFL actually as a scout, uh, which is, you know, how, how a lot of people get into, uh, to NFL positions. But, um, I also learned that before becoming an NFL scout, you were a scout for the porn industry. Um, why don't you look in your files there and tell me what you know about, uh, Mark Rosen in the porn industry? Big strong guy who is uh, very smart, knows all the positions. He can he can move around. <laughs> that's, that's how we know Rosie. Genius. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good scout. He uh, he de- he definitely knows. No wonder he got into the NFL. Yeah, I was gonna say he's been doing his homework, man. Um, uh, Wes, I'm sure you uh, you're not as familiar with the power trip as we are um, here on the Bets and Quotes podcast. Uh, but uh, take a look over there at uh, producer host uh, Chris Hockey. What's your first impression uh, from looking at this photo? Should be ready to go. I know he's hungry. <laughs> yeah, I, you know he he often talks about you know getting Chick Fil A, you know having Zach uh, DoorDash or back DoorDash uh, Chick Fil A. Uh, oh, I'm just always a hungry guy. Just picturing hockey stopping at Perkins every morning on his way in. Yeah, I know, I know. When I heard that, I heard that too, and I was like. Oh man, we used to do that before golf meets. That brings me back. <laughs> really early in the morning, like five o'clock. Well, coach, I I don't know if you're you know you're, you're up on your your pop culture, what kind of music taste you have, but um, one of the things that made news this year is that Shakira is getting divorced from her husband. And you know, I, I, there's a there's a lot of guys that you know really like Shakira. Uh, what are your thoughts about her divorce? Just gives other guys opportunities to get in there and uh, show what they can do. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is true. The, the man yes. speaks facts. Damn. Uh, heard that. Very heard. Um, uh, Coach Phillips, last one for me here. Uh, Chris Hockey has a tendency to fight people uh, when you, you go after his women. Uh, Bruce Hornsby has always kind of had a thing for Chris's wife, Kim. Uh, what do you think Hawk would do? When he came face to face with old Bruce Hornsby, you know he will throw those hands. <laughs> Fight for them you, women. You best believe he always fights for his women, so that, <laughs> that makes sense. That adds up. Definitely. Well, Coach Phillips, welcome to Minnesota, and thank you for your time. All right. Well, that was awesome to get to uh, get to meet Coach Phillips, and who knows, maybe we'll get a shot at uh, KOC one of these days after the power trip. So. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, one of the things that came up on the power trip this week, uh, that was a reference to an old interview that was done on the power trip when they interviewed, uh, the, the unofficial star of Teen Wolf, the extra that exposed themselves <laughs> during Teen Wolf. Now, oh, um, I missed this. A lot of you are familiar with, uh, <laughs> with this scene from the movie. And, you know, there, there's images online where one of the extras in the bleachers, uh, exposed themselves, uh, during <laughs> one of the scenes. And the power trip, uh, interviewed Chris Haggerty, the extra. Yes, uh, about, I, I think this was, I'm pretty sure this was 2011. This was, this is one yeah. of the older, uh, pieces of audio that I have in my archives. Uh, so I thought, you know, just because Sauce referenced it this week, if you haven't heard it, um, I thought it might be fun to play. So, uh, here is, uh, the Chris Haggerty interview. This next guest, Chris Haggerty, was 
an extra on the film Teen Wolf and arguably now the most infamous extra in the history of film. <laughs> and my favorite. Because Chris, and we'll talk to him right now, we'll uh, bring him up and ask him about it. Chris is the extra who was famous for exposing himself at the end of Teen Wolf behind Michael J. Fox and, and uh, Boof and, and Michael J. Fox's dad. You can see an extra standing there exposed yep. and then stuffs his underwear back in, pulls up his pants and the editor didn't catch it, the director didn't catch it, the producer, the actress, no one cut it out of the film. It's one of the, the great blunders in film history and we have Chris Haggerty on the phone with us now 26 years later. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing alright yourself. Uh, well, I, I don't, I, again, I just think this is bizarre. I just think it's unbelievable <laughs> that, uh, that Chris tracked you down. But 26 years have passed. Talk about why you did this, how you did this, how you thought you were going to get away with it. Just break down the scene in your mind 26 years ago. Oh, it was actually just a complete accident. You know, I didn't even realize I was in the shot, and my my underwear was kind of uncomfortable. I didn't realize they were shooting yet, so I figured I'd have a few minutes and tried to adjust myself, unzip, and before you know it, I have Michael J. Fox in my face, and and I tried to zip up and cover up with a sweater. <laughs> Would you change anything if you had a chance to go back and redo it? I would love to have a chance to go back and redo it. And, you know, it ruined my career. I was 25 years old. I was in Hollywood. Thought I had a chance at a big Oscar-winning movie. And then this happens. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> Chris isn't too happy about, uh, about it derailing his uh, budding career there. No, no. Pretty salty about it, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, definitely, definitely famous though. You know, that, that's you got to say. You, you know, whether you whether you know just being in a movie and being that memorable as an extra, uh, pretty 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 good lot in life there, uh, all things considered. But uh, I think we need to learn more uh, about old Chris. Now that's what we were talking about when I actually booked the interview yesterday. You had a legitimate acting career going until this incident actually happened and 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 because of this it kind of it, it kind of got blacklisted or what it pretty much yeah you know it's yeah, but it wasn't your fault i mean how did this get past everyone i was i was wondering the same thing hmm. and I, I just did you, you, you know, that's what they have movie editors for right yeah i guess so over and over again so when did when was this caught, Chris? When when did did you? I mean, obviously you didn't know that it was going to make the final film. The clearly the editor didn't know because it made the final print. So was it months after the movie came out that somebody said, or or was it almost immediately? Did you see yourself maybe opening weekend and go, oh my god, that's me? Like when did you find out that that that, that actually made the film? It, it, it was months later. I, I, I like I said, I didn't even think I was in the shot, so I wasn't even looking for it. I wasn't sure if I was even in the movie. And then I had I had some buddies call up and tell me, and they're like, "Oh, you know, you said you were in that final scene, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, is that is that you in the background with your with your pants down? Mm. So you that, embarrassing. Now, and you have said from the very beginning, and again, it didn't do you much good with your career, as you mentioned here. But this is not something you did on purpose. You have gone on record as saying you didn't mean to flash your 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 privates at the camera on film. No, I did not mean to. It was it was a total accident. Just got caught with your pants down. Literally. So, literally and figuratively. So again, we're caught, talking to Chris Haggerty, an extra, the famous extra from the movie Teen Wolf on the 26th anniversary of the release of Teen Wolf. And again, we're celebrating the movie because we look back and love it. But do you look back now in the movie and just say, wow, that that's the worst thing that ever happened to me? Or can you separate 
the exposing incident at the end from the rest of the film and still sit back and enjoy it? I mean, I can still enjoy the movie. I mean, you're talking about a, a wolf that dominates a basketball. But other than, other than that, it, it did ruin my any acting career I thought I possibly had. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's not bitter at the film because it, it definitely is a classic film. So um, I, I was glad to, to see that, you know, he, he's still excited about being in a film where a wolf dominates at basketball. Yes, that, that's the only world that I want to live in is when when, when they dominate basketball. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one uh, one final clip here from uh, from a nice chat with Chris Haggerty. Have you discussed this with the gals in the last twenty six years? Like, have you used this kind of as a claim to fame? Like, hey, that was me. I was the guy that did that. Have you ever I, used I, that? I've tried it. You know, it works every once in a while, but doesn't exactly give me the kind of girls that that make a wife. Well, what do you yeah. do for a, a living? What is your career now? I actually, I I work in a nursing home as a janitor. Okay. You know, it's the, the best I can find because, you know, anyone that knows me, it's that's seen that movie. It's I can't I can't work with anyone that's under the age of forty or fifty. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, it's that's, not like your face is recognizable. I know, right. That's so weird. Yeah. Well, you know, again, I I I feel bad for you, but uh, you are part of movie history. I, I I mean, there's no doubt about it. Who knows what your career would have been as an actor? But I will say this: you are famous one way or another I, I, you you are famous for doing something that uh nobody else has done i guess um, apparently yeah yeah well thanks for joining the show chris again it's the 26th anniversary and uh obviously like we just mentioned you're famous enough to want to to track down we had to have you today so uh, thanks for your time <laughs> you're welcome yeah, good luck to you man awesome it's chris haggerty the extra from teen wolf you know there's a side I mean, of hollywood the butterfly effect <laughs> being caught with your pants down literally uh literally <laughs> oh that's so good <laughs> uh, you know only, only on the power trip do we get such famous uh people as chris haggerty yes. to, uh, to come on and really give the details about what actually happened so uh yes that that cory uh slowly started to uh dig maybe a little further into uh uh, that kind of pulled back the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> and if you want the full story, you can always hit me up uh, over a beer and I can give you the full story of the Chris Haggerty interview. But yes, yes. <laughs> very fun indeed. So, all right, well, it's time for Quotes Notes and we've got a new predictors open. Here we go. Three, two, and. <laughs> no. This has potential. No, no, it, it doesn't. doesn't. It's a great song. No, it's not. Leaf later than that God, commercial. It's horrible. And it's a karaoke version. Keep close to the dumb button. Once there was this guy who got into an accident and Sauce. couldn't come to work. But when he finally came back, Rosen's knee had turned from black into bright blue. <laughs> he said that it was from when the weed dealer smashed him. Predictors, predictors. Mm. All right, Dave, what do you got this week? I don't really have any quotes, notes, um, but I. I think we should spend a little extra time uh, breaking down 
the initial semifinal number, what is it, five or six now? This is number six with Sauce versus the Sleds. Um, I I don't think there's much time to break this down at all. Sauce is going to destroy this field. Uh, This this is the biggest no-brainer of them all. It's why I made Sauce the biggest favorite of the first round. Uh, You know, even if he gets nervous, I mean, you know, let's say Frank gets off to like, you know, gets the first two or something. Sauce gets a little bit nervous. I, I mean, he, he's there unless Sauce just completely checks out, which he won't because he's been talking trash for six weeks. There's no way he checks right. out if he gets a little behind. Sauce is walking away with this one. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I think you should set the uh, the team totals uh, per you know per se here for for the three other competitors. I think we should do. Uh, I think we should do a Kaniac or a seventh. Or we should, yeah, we should do a Kaniac or a state fair food item on each of them, uh, including sauce, all four. So the worst we can do is we lose four uh, state fair food items. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you set the line, and we can alternate uh, where we go from there. Well, thanks for reading Twitter because I already set the lines this afternoon on Twitter. So. Well, uh, sorry that I was working, but uh, <laughs> then let's play off of them. You can you can either start or pass the the torch to me, and we can start with uh, the favorite. Yeah, Sauce. I, I I put the line at seven, which is a little bit of bit mode because uh, to hit the over, he'd actually have to have eight on it. So that, that was a little bit of a bit just to kind of play into it. But honestly, if I was setting an honest line on Sauce, I would put it at six. Um, six. You know, okay. So do you want do you want to start? Do you want do you feel strongly about the over or the under? I feel like it's going to be right at six. I think that's going to be his score. He'll win with six. Um, you know, do you want to I, pass on this one? Because I love sauce, I will take the over on sauce. Okay, okay. Even though I'll be desperately cheering for sauce because I have him on my uh, on my bet with you and the guys, Chuck, uh, I will be still cheering for for Paul. All but right. Um, next up was Frank. Um, I put Frank at two and a half, which, um, you know, I, I think is very fair for Frank. Um, and so I, I will let you make your choice. Uh, three and a half for Frank. Wow. Two and a half. Two and a half for Frank. Okay. I was definitely listening there. Um, okay. So if I think in my heart that sauce is going to get probably seven, possibly eight. So let's say that there is uh four, four and a half points left to get. Um, I don't want to spoil my take for the rest. Uh, I will go under, under, no, two and a half though. Yeah, I, I will go under two and a half. All right. I got the over on Frank as well. So uh, either Frank or Sauce has to get hot, and um, I'll win one of those two. Uh, next up was Greenway. I set Greenways at one. One. Um, I will take the over, Chuck. Okay. So you're going over on Greenway on one. Sleds. And then uh, Gorg. <laughs> This will be the interesting one. It was a little bit of a bit because honestly, I would put Gorg. I, I think Gorg will get one. Is my you know if I had to if I had to bet and be right about it, um, you know. And I hate making an over under an even number, but uh, so for the bit, I made his over under on Twitter zero point five. Uh, but yeah. uh, honest, honestly, I think his over under is one. Um, if and we, if we I ha- can do, we can do one. We yeah, can do one. we'll do one. Yeah. Um, Okay, and I will. I will take. I will take the over. You don't get to pick the first three times. Okay, <laughs> I, get to pick, oh, 
I get okay. to pick first twice, and you all get right, to pick first right. twice. Well, I think I know what you're going to pick, anyways. Um, yeah, boy, you know, <laughs> I really should go over because then I've got the overs on almost everybody, uh, except for Greenway. So then I just cheer against Greenway, and anybody else is winning. That's me, true. Winning me Caniac. so I should take the over. But I mean, Gorg did a flat out zero with six incorrect guesses. The only other time he played initials. I, he's going to be ringing in early and often, I think, and I think that's going to cost him. So uh, for the bit, I will take the under on Kevin Gorg, hoping that he gets zero. Oh, okay. I, I, I like the over anyway, so I'm happy I have the over on Gorgo. Um, I, I think he's seen a lot of names, uh, you know, just through the horse racing al- alone. So um, who knows? I'm buying a lottery ticket on, on Kevin Gorg. Yeah, and I'm hoping uh, this this really could be uh, the premier um, initials quarterfinal game because uh, one way or the other, you're either going to get Sauce, you know, in a runaway, potentially threatening the record, or you're going to get Sauce in somewhat of a close game, having a little bit of a sweat, and I think that would be very entertaining for the uh, for the power trip listeners as well. So yeah, I think I, I, I think I either think way Sauce- this will be fun. Yeah, I think Sauce ends up running away with it, but I, I can see him going off to maybe a slow start and maybe one of the sleds uh, getting pushed down the hill early and uh, maybe getting off to a hot start, but I think Sauce will prevail. Um, so uh, we'll see. It'll, it'll be fun as always. I mean, even though uh, this is something where he's you know heavily favored, uh, the entertainment factor is way there. And Corey said... Uh, what do you say, like 95% or 99% of the time he thinks that Sauce would win this? Yeah, I mean. Uh, ninety. I think he said 95, uh, which is, you know, a ringing endorsement and probably accurate. Yeah. Um, but the, the five, even, you know, if he loses, and I, as much as I love Sauce, it'll be amazing radio and amazing drama. And the best part is it's not rigged and it's, it's going to be awesome. He will be pissed for six weeks if he loses. That's all I can oh, say. So it will be, yeah, it will be terrible. So hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen because we don't want piss sauce. Yes. I, I really yes. like cocky sauce, especially in this tournament. So I think it'll be yes. a lot of fun. So. Yes, we need to see him play AJ again. It'll be all a right. goat off to see who's the true goat. For sure. All right. Well, that will uh, that will pretty much do it for this week's show. We are going to be off next week because. Uh, yeah, uh, we've got our Patreon golf tournament next weekend. And uh, breaking news, Dave, I think Jackman and I are going to be at the fair for the Sunday show. So Hell yeah. Uh, excited about that. I've never been to a Power Trip State Fair show. So uh, not 100%, uh, but you know, I, I'd put us at about minus 500 at this point, just like Sauce. So wow. uh, yeah, I, I think there's a really good chance we'll be out there. So very excited about that. Wow. Well, I, I am as well, Chuck, so I uh, can't wait. Absolutely. Uh, in the meantime, Dave, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets and PT Bets on Instagram. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will talk to you in two weeks. A whole heck of a lot is going to go down. And uh, one final score update the Chiefs beat the Packers 17 10. Thank you, Chiefs. Yeah. And you covered. Sweet. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye bye now.